Potential, a brand new show here on TDN Radio. My name is Dr. Simone Matthew, and I am coming to you from McDonough, Georgia. I will be your host every Tuesday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Whether you are tuning in from Dominica, the U.S., Canada, whatever time zone you're tuning in from, I am truly grateful to be in your company. My goal for this show is that we use this time as an opportunity to focus on some me time. We spend so much time taking care of everyone else, from our family, our children, our spouses, anyone we're responsible for within our homes, to our work, our colleagues, our customers, and even now, our community of those who may need our assistance during this trying time. But the question is, when do we spend time focusing on us, our goals, our dreams, our personal development? I am hoping that we can reserve this one hour every week to do just that. So whether your goal is to lose weight, manage your finances better, sign up or return to college or even start a business. I want you to think of our time together as your time to focus on your personal goals. So how will we do this? We will explore all aspects of goal setting, including but not limited to writing down your goals, how to take the first steps, how to change your mindset, how to stay motivated when doubt and frustration starts creeping in, the very important role that failure plays in being successful. And for me, this is very important because I believe that for many of us, Once failure begins playing a role in an important goal that we are trying to achieve, many of us simply walk away and forget about pursuing the goal. You can also expect to hear from inspiring guests who, despite great adversity in their own personal lives, have been able to turn this adversity around to find the internal strength to work on their personal goals and attain success. You will learn how they got started, 
how they push themselves to keep going each and every day, and how they stay motivated. I have a great first episode lined up for you, and I hope you will stay with me for the duration of this episode. Today, we will discuss the importance of not just thinking about your goals, but the power of writing your goals down. I will also tell you about one famous celebrity who did just that. And you will tell me if you think that this person was able to accomplish the goals that he or she wrote. I will also play for you an important recording on exactly how to write your goals to ensure that you achieve them. I truly hope that this sounds wonderful to you and I am very excited as we get started on our journey together. But just before we get started, let me take a minute to thank Mr. Sam George and Dr. Thompson Fountain for this wonderful invitation to join the TDN family of hosts and DJs. I especially want to thank Sam for your patience and your guidance as I learned the ropes of radio broadcasting. By now, I am sure you are trying to place my accent if you don't already know me. If you guessed Dominica, you would be right. I was born and raised on the beautiful island of Dominica. And yes, I can already hear my fellow Dominicans chiming in. Not to be confused with the Dominican Republic. You are certainly correct. So we are actually the... Middle Island in the chain of the Caribbean islands, and we speak mainly English and French Creole if you're not yet familiar with Dominica. Uh, the U.S. has been my home for the last 24 years. I originally came here back in 1996 to pursue my bachelor's degree in psychology at Midwestern State University. Once I had done so, I then migrated to New York City to pursue my master's degree in psychology at Columbia University. And eventually I went on to pursue my PhD in industrial psychology at Capella University. Currently I am an associate professor of psychology with the University of Phoenix, among many other, <laughs> many other hats that I wear. You may also be wondering, why exactly are we speaking about setting goals right now? Aren't we in the middle of a worldwide pandemic? Well, let's think about this for a minute. What did your life look like before the world changed? We were all busy working, caring for our children and others in our life. We had no time when the world was open. So let's face it, there's never a perfect time to begin. So think of it this way, if the day ends in Y, it is a great day to get started and keep going with achieving and setting your personal goals. Let's take a quick break while we enjoy this number from one of my favorite recording artists out of Jamaica by the name of Alan. And let's enjoy this number called You Bring Me Hope. We will be right back. Stay tuned. You're my rescue, you're my rem. 
about where our hope and our strength comes from. So I hope you enjoyed this number by Alain, a song entitled, You Give Me Hope. Welcome back and thank you for staying with us. If you're just tuning in, we are happy that you're here. And again, this is Untapped Potential and I am your host, Dr. Simone. So before the break, we talked about the importance of writing down your goals. So exactly what is the big deal about writing your goals down? What if I told you that you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you simply write them down? I was pretty astonished when I read the statistics, because I do know for a fact that writing goals down have played a significant role in my own personal success, but I had no idea that it was such a high percentage. So again, you are 42% more likely to achieve your personal goals if you simply write them down. And in fact, there is scientific research that supports this idea. But of course, we're not going to get into the science right now. If you ask me, I think that writing down your goals somehow imprints it in the universe and it gives it life. So whatever the reason is, the fact of the matter is it works and it is something that we should put into practice. Even for me in my own personal life, I have enjoyed the benefits of writing down my goals and seeing them come to fruition. For example, you know, before I got busy with uh, work and having a family, I actually kept a journal for about 20 years. And I know there's one other friend I don't think um, she'd appreciate if I call her name right now, but she as well has kept a journal for about 20 years. And actually, a lot of what I wrote down was just kind of documenting my life growing up in Dominica, but it also included a lot of my personal goals. 
This was especially true when I was trying to figure out exactly how I would travel overseas and leave Dominica to pursue my education. I would constantly write about my dreams, my desire for higher education, and this was just one example of the goals that I have been able to achieve by writing down my goals. So before the break, we also talked about a famous celebrity who did the same. He wrote his manifesto, as we will call it, back in 1979. I want you to listen carefully and try to figure out two things while I am reading the information that he wrote on his manifesto. First, can you think of who the celebrity is? And two, did he or she achieve every goal which was written down in his manifesto or her manifesto? Okay, so let's give it a try and let's see how you fare out. So just a quick note. At the age of 21, this person wrote a manifesto which was scribbled on the back of a tour itinerary back in 1979. It describes the person's mission statement for what they would become. The document was found folded and worn, and it appears to have been handwritten by this particular celebrity. Here is what it said. I'm gonna skip the first line so you will not outright, outrightly figure out who this is. So it reads, I want to be a whole new character, a whole new look. I should be a totally different person. People should never think of me as the kid who sang, I'll leave the song blank so you won't easily figure it out. I should be a new, incredible actor, singer, dancer that will shock the world. I will do no interviews. I will be magic. I will be a perfectionist, a researcher, a trainer, a master. I will be better than every great actor roped into one. Pretty incredible, right? So let me read it one more time as you work to figure out who this person might be. Again, I want to be a whole new character, a whole new look. I should be a totally different person. People should never think of me as the kid who sang, fill in the blank. I should be a new, incredible actor, singer, dancer that will shock the world. I will do no interviews. I will be magic. I will be a perfectionist, a researcher, a trainer, a master. I will be better than every great actor roped into one. So who wrote these words back in 1979? Were you able to figure out who this person might be? If you said Michael Jackson, you would be right. Give yourself a round of applause if you guessed Michael Jackson. He wrote this down in 1979 when he was looking to change his image from a child performer to the king of pop he would eventually become. And if you're interested in reading more about this incredible find, this incredible article, I will actually be posting the original article that I found about this on my website. And my website is www.pushpast10.com. So again, www.pushpast10.com. 
com. So I've been, I will be including a lot of the information that I present here uh, during this radio show so that you have access to the information once the episode is over. Great. So now that we know how important it is, I am sure you are ready to grab a pen and start writing down your goals. But before we do so, let's look at exactly what you should be writing down. For example, I know that a lot of people have the goal of being rich, of losing weight, of uh, attaining success. But many times we simply write goals that are way too vague. So for example, simply saying that I want to be rich, that is not a very good goal because it is simply too vague. What we want to do instead is write what are called SMART goals. So that is S-M-A-R-T, SMART goals. And right now I will play you a quick clip on the importance of writing SMART goals and exactly how do you write SMART goals. But even before we get started on that, I want you to know the, what the acronym SMART stands for. So you want your goals to be specific, which means it is clear, it is concrete, and it is action-oriented. You want your goal to be measurable. You can objectively evaluate whether or not you met the goal. Third, you want your goal to be achievable. Is it possible? Is it realistic? Is it something that you can actually attain? Next, you want your goal to be relevant. Does it connect back to your big objectives? Is this something that truly matters to you? And finally, you want your goals to be time-bound, right? So you want it to be done by a specific deadline of frequency to be achievable. So here's an example of a SMART goal. I will run four miles a week this month so that I can lose weight by the end of next month. So I will run four mornings each week. That's a specific action. The frequency, every morning you're gonna run for four mornings a week. And then, so you can lose weight by a specific time, which is next month. So here's the clip that I am about to play for you on SMART goals. And once we come back, we will talk about it a little bit further. I actually like how this particular person explains our SMART goals because, you know, she throws in a little bit of humor uh, to keep your attention. The recording is about 10 minutes long, so pay close attention. And again, I will make sure to include this particular recording in on my website, pushpast10.com, so you have access to the information in the future. So take a quick listen and I will be right back. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a spy. The midnight phone calls, the cool gadgets, the secret missions. But I grew up, I changed. And I'm living out those dreams on a slightly different path. Now I'm a full-time digital storyteller, which means late nights wrapping up projects, an expensive video camera, and some non-disclosure agreements. And I got here by setting small goals that were clear, doable, and ambitious. I know things can seem a bit overwhelming when you're out of school. There are no more grades, and all of a sudden people are talking about five-year plans when it feels like you don't know what's happening in five weeks. But we got you. So today, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to learn how to set achievable goals. I'm Evelyn from the internets, and this is Crash Course Business Soft Skills. Let's face it, we all have dreams, and we all want to achieve them, no matter if they're big, like I want to write an Oscar-winning screenplay, 
or small, like, I just wanna finish this script right now. Looking toward the future is scary and muddled. Every little decision you make seems like it's really high stakes. At some point, your hopes and fears and insecurities might get all mixed together as your brain starts to panic, and all of a sudden you're having a quarter-life crisis in your 20s. Like, am I actually achieving anything in my life? I know I've been there. But you can limit this anxiety by setting some smart goals that break down your big plans into manageable steps. And I don't mean smart like responsible, although it never hurts to budget your travel expenses or think about building a 401k. Your parents would be proud. SMART is another one of those businessy acronyms. It stands for specific, measurable, ambitious, realistic, and timely. So first of all, your SMART goal should be specific clear and easy to understand. Do your best may be a great mantra or motivational poster, but it's too vague to be a helpful goal. Breaking down a big goal into smaller, specific action steps will let you see results, which will lower that, am I actually getting anywhere type of anxiety. Second, you can't see results without knowing what they look like, which is why SMART goals should be measurable. If you're not measuring anything, how are you going to look back at everything you've accomplished? So make sure each step comes with numbers to help you see clear benchmarks. For example, instead of stop the bad guy and save the world, try complete three missions from M this month. Now, you might be tempted to set relatively easy, small goals so you can check them off and feel that craving we all have for instant gratification. But you should also be ambitious with your SMART goal. You'll work harder and your results will last longer if you're challenged, like you probably didn't pay attention in classes where you were bored. Then, you want to strike a balance between challenging and realistic SMART goals. Unless you're Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible really needs to be mission challenging yet probable. Goals that are too ambitious can be frustrating rather than motivating. You might be making gradual progress, but if you don't hit that super far out target, you might have a nagging feeling that you're a failure and that can really weigh you down. It's kind of like being upset that you didn't lock up the bad guy forever and losing sight of the fact that you still thwarted his evil plan. If you want to push a little bit farther, you can set a stretch goal, but make sure there's a minimum where you're still happy. It's like Kickstarter for your brain. Like if you've spiffed up your secret underground base, your stretch goal may be to build yourself another jetpack. And finally, make sure your SMART goals are always timely. Because without a timeline, you might keep pushing your goal off to someday. And when you get busy, someday never seems to come. If your big goals are complex, like run your own spy agency by age 25, you may need three to four sub goals with smaller timelines, like stop Shigo four times this year, or partner with Wade to create a new gadget this month. And remember when we talked about under-promising and over-delivering? We all generally have a hard time understanding how long things are gonna take. So set a few incremental deadlines so you won't be up doing an entire project the night before. But find a balance. Tight deadlines can be motivating, but also really stressful. If you've got 24 hours to stop a supervillain, you'll work fast, but your blood pressure may be through the roof. Now, if you're trying to process all these tips and still aren't entirely sure what you're aiming for in the first place, make your SMART goal a learning goal. Learning goals, like setting up an informational interview per week, help you figure out what you need to do and what goals you should set as benchmarks along that path. But even if you put a lot of work into crafting some awesome, motivating SMART goals, life can just happen. Things change. Your priorities might shift as you learn more about yourself, or you could have to deal with an unexpected setback like an injury or layoff, which can send anyone reeling. So if you feel you need to adjust your timeline or abandon a goal, it's not necessarily a failure, even though it might feel like one. It's gonna be okay. There's only so much time in a day, and goal quality matters more than goal quantity. So you've got to think about what's most important to you. If you're trying to save the world and also study for that math test, you may need to put a 4.0 GPA on the back burner. But there's a difference between adjusting priorities and giving up with a what the heck just because something got hard. Balancing ambitious and realistic goals can be tough. So be flexible with yourself. If you're trying to save money, maybe say, I'm gonna cook for myself this whole month, except for brunch on Sundays with my girls. And if you think you might struggle, set yourself a fail safe. It's like a gentle consequence that pressures you to stay on track. Like if you go out more than once, 
you have to buy everyone's mimosas. Goals and their fail-safes are powerful because a lot of times they're about personal growth, the stuff that intrinsically motivates you. But other times, goals have extrinsic rewards like money or fame or power. There's nothing wrong with doing a job for the cash. Private investigators can still bring in bad guys. But sometimes, extrinsic motivators can make people want to game the system. Not necessarily because they're bad people doing bad things, but because the incentive structure is wrong. To see what I mean, let's go to the thought bubble. Let's imagine you run a scrappy auto shop in the heart of Gotham City. With all those robberies and high-speed chases, your work was steady before a questionably dressed vigilante cleaned up the streets. Now, things are in a bit of a lull. So you set a goal for your auto mechanics to bring in $150 per hour. Your intent was good. But when you show up to work the next day, there's a really upset customer who thinks his Batmobile has spent way too much time in the shop. It turns out that this high pressure goal led your mechanics to overcharge and do unnecessary work to raise their hourly sales. You hoped that your sales targets would increase their work quantity without affecting the quality. Instead, you rewarded them for increasing billable hours by keeping cars in the shop for too long which is unethical. Essentially, in the words of business professors, you rewarded for A while hoping for B. To avoid falling into that trap, make sure your goal actually encourages the behaviors you want. Think about the worst behavior you could accidentally encourage and take precautions. To deter mechanics from doing unnecessary work, you could create a why so serious sales initiative and put customer satisfaction survey links at the bottom of every receipt. Or you could set a flat price for each kind of repair and monitor how long cars are in your shop with a detailed record system. And everyone likes appreciation, so giving them specific positive feedback for meeting goals in good ways can help keep your shop under control. Thanks, Thought Bubble. Smart goals aren't just for solo missions. If you're a team of unstoppable super spies, goals get everyone on the same page. But setting personal, individual project goals for other people could lead to mission breakdown. People have different priorities. Your demolitions expert probably cares about different things than your data guy. And no one likes directives from an out-of-touch bureaucrat. Or you may underestimate what your teammates are capable of and set a goal that's not ambitious enough. After all, many people put more pressure on themselves than anyone else does. Or you could target the wrong incentives, and a pay bonus for the most missions completed in a month could lead to team competition instead of cooperation. So, bringing everyone together to agree on one overarching team goal and set some individual goals will be motivating, and it'll keep people from working against each other, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Even if your goals line up, no team is perfect, but clear communication, progress reports, and feedback will help your mission run smoothly. And after all this goal talk, if you still don't exactly feel like you know what you're doing or know how to reach your dreams, welcome to adulthood. Kidding, sort of. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Welcome back and thank you for staying with me here on Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. So what did you think? Did you get a better understanding of how to write down your goals to ensure your success? I truly hope you did, and I truly hope that the information was of uh, some value to you. So there's an important tool called the Smart Goal Builder. Don't get it. Don't get uh, nervous or anything. It is just a very quick fill-in-the-blank document that gives you the ability to write your goal down in terms of writing it as a SMART goal. And of course, I will have this information on my website as well. But also keep in mind that all the information that we are talking about, as a matter of fact, the entire show and subsequent shows will be available on tdnradio.net. So once you log in to tdnradio.net, you would simply click on the podcast area of the website and this episode as well as subsequent episodes will be available to you. So you have two great ways of accessing all the information from this episode and all the episodes to come. You can either log into my website, pushpast10.com, or visit the tdn.net radio uh, website and click on the podcast. So again, the idea of your SMART goal is to ensure that it is a concrete goal and the idea is to focus on specific steps each day 
until you are able to achieve your goal. The idea also is to ensure that you post your goal somewhere that it is very visible to you. So whether that is your refrigerator in your kitchen, the dashboard of your car, or I know for a lot of people, it is their bathroom mirror. So you just want to ensure that the goal is visible to you, that it is something that you remind yourself every day that you're working on. And by the way, I would love to hear what goal you came up with. So you can reach me through, for example, Facebook Messenger. On Facebook, my page is, of course, Push Past. The number 10, so push past 10 is my Facebook page. And you can send me a message through Facebook Messenger or you can email me at pushpast10 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what your goal is and where you are in the process. Right. So again, we want to make sure our goal is specific and it is something that we can accomplish. But that's easier said than done. Right. I mean, just think about the goals we have had for ourselves for the longest time and the obstacles that always seem to rear their ugly heads and just get in the way, whether it is taking care of our family, work. I know a lot of us now uh fortunate to be home, but we are very occupied with homeschooling our children, working from home, as well as attending to all the other responsibilities that we already have had within the home. So this is kind of where the other steps in the goal setting process that I talked about in the beginning come in. So each week, we will look at another step in the process of goal setting as well as working on our goal. So for example, next week, we will look at the next step in the process, which is just how to get started, how to create the momentum you need in order to take the steps to keep going. And for me, this is the reason why my website and the book that I wrote is called Push Past 10. Um, it is my first attempt at publishing a book. I'm very proud of my efforts. And the book is actually available on amazon.com. And the reason it is called Push Past 10 is because I realized that at the time I was trying to lose weight and the biggest obstacle for me at this time was simply getting myself to the gym every day. But what I realized is once I was able to get to the gym, if I was able to push myself to work out for 10 minutes, I was amazed because that 10 minutes created a certain amount of momentum, which allowed me to keep going. And then 10 minutes became 20 minutes. And then before I knew it, I had worked out for an hour. So I thought to myself, huh, light bulb moment. That is so interesting. And that is actually a principle that I have used to accomplish many other goals. So the first goal this allowed me to achieve was the goal of losing weight, which is a journey I've been on for the last 15 years and I've been successfully been on this journey. So I'm, I'm really proud of my efforts in that area. But I also realized that the same principles of pushing past the first 10 minutes could be applied in other areas of my life. So for example, when I took on the journey of writing my first published book, that's exactly what I did. On the days that I did not feel like getting on the computer, doing the typing, doing the editing, I would tell myself, try to do it for 10 minutes. And I was always amazed of the momentum that that 10 minutes would create to get me going and keep me going. So thus the name, Push Past 10. So again, next week, we will delve more into this. How do you get started? How do you keep going? And I'm also very excited because next week, we will have our very first guest, Dr. Ava Bullier. Sorry if I mispronounced her name. She is of Haitian descent. 
She's been here in the States. She actually came over when she was about 15 years old, speaking very little English. However, that did not stop her from excelling in school and becoming a board-certified internal medicine hospitalist. So we are very excited that Dr. Ava will be joining us next week to tell us her incredible story of turning adversity into opportunity. So again, that is next week, Tuesday, 5.30 p.m., right here on TDN Radio. So let's go ahead and take our final musical break as we enjoy yet another song, another favorite of mine from Alain called Bye-Bye. And we will be right back to wrap up our discussion and talk a little bit more of what to expect next week. So stay with us. We will be right back. Okay, nothing can get me down. No way, no way, no, not today, no. Okay, okay, nothing can get me down. No way, no way, no, not today, no. Okay, okay, nothing can get me down. No way, no way, no, not today, no way. No way. Wave my troubles, bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye now. We're in our side. Bye-bye, bye. Everybody sing along, God you know the things and the times them set away. Wonders and signs we are stress away. No things come with mind, we are fret away. Sing a happy tune, me no want hear bad news. But bad mind and bad things now keep bad company. So when them come with them negativity, wave my hands in the air and say bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. Now we're in our side. Bye-bye. Chant a happy chant, one laugh, oh, more one laugh and dance, oh, more one for dance. Give thanks for life with a grateful heart, oh my, what a joy when we do that. Want a better day, so pray me, I go pray and forget the things from the past that make me frown. So when them things they I try to come around, I wave my hands in the air and say bye bye. you would enjoy this one by our very own Dominica's very own Nasio Fountain it's called living in the positive enjoy Yeah, yeah, what you done? 
beautiful songs. And as we get ready to wrap up this evening, I thought that I might leave you with two very important examples of successful people who also wrote down their goals. The first person I want to mention to you is named Grant Cadone. He's described as the top sales training expert in the world, who owns and operates four successful companies which generate over $100 million annually. Grant has written down his goals and keeps writing down his goals every morning and every evening in order to stay focused and keep on track. However, he was not always such a success. Can you believe he actually started writing down his goals after he came from rehab for drug addiction? He was looking for a way to give direction to his life, to find purpose in his life. So that was about 20 years ago. And back then, one of the things that Grant wrote about was that he wanted to get involved in real estate investment. He actually wanted to own about 20 apartment complexes. He had no idea. He had no knowledge about real estate investment. He had no idea how he would actually get this done. But he wrote it down anyway. And every morning, like we talked about before, he would look at his goal and he would contemplate. And more importantly, he went out and did the research and gained the knowledge he needed to get started as a real estate investor. 
Five years later, not only did he accomplish his goal of owning 20 apartment complexes, he actually made a deal to own 40 apartment complexes. Now, keep in mind where this guy started off. This was somebody who was addicted to drugs, went to rehab, came back from rehab, and was able to start writing down his goals to give his life direction. Now, he owns and operates four successful companies, um, which generates about $100 million in income annually. So I hope that from this example, you can see the power of writing down your goals, focusing on your goals, and taking the necessary steps to achieve your goals. Now, the other person I want to mention to you was far younger when he began writing goals. So I'm hoping here that you see that this whole goal-setting business does not depend on your age. So whether you're young, old, middle-aged, we all have important goals that we are looking to set and to accomplish. So the next person I want to tell you about is named Caleb Maddox. Caleb actually started the idea of goal setting when he was only six years old. Of course, you know, we're all thinking, well, I'm sure his parents had something to do with that, right? And in fact, you would be right. Caleb's dad actually encouraged him to read up about goal setting because he, the father, knew how important setting goals would be for the success of his young son. So at the tender age of six, his father began encourage him to read books on goal setting, read books on being successful. And he would reward him by giving him a small stipend for his efforts for every book that he read. By the age of eight, Caleb began writing down his goals. And some of the goals that he wrote back then was that he wanted to be a motivational speaker. He wanted to do a TED Talk. He also wanted to do an, an event with the world-famous motivational speaker, Tony Robbins. By the age of 14, he wanted to have about 100,000 Facebook followers, and he wanted to earn $100,000. Would you believe it if I told you that he was able to accomplish all these goals by the age of 14? Because he gave himself something to focus on by writing down his goals, by focusing his attention on his goals, and by working every day to achieve these goals. So I'm hoping that you see that I'm, I'm hoping that you see that goal setting does not depend on any particular age right? And what it does is that it gives you a vision so that if your vision is clear, the results will appear. And it really gives you an opportunity to focus on the things that you're trying to accomplish in life. So keep in mind that many, many successful people actually write their goals down and some of them write them twice a day in terms of what they're hoping to accomplish on that particular day, what they're hoping to accomplish for the week, and what they're hoping to accomplish for the month, right? So I'm very happy I was able to share all this information with you this evening. I hope you found great value in the time that we spent together. Next week, we have another great show lined up for you, and we will be joined by our very first guest, Dr. Ava Bolio. Uh, Dr. Ava is originally from Haiti. She came to the U.S. at the age of about 15, and she spoke very little English. However, that did not stop her from excelling in school and becoming what she is today, which is a board-certified internal medicine hospitalist. She has an incredible story of turning adversity into opportunity. So I do hope that you will join me right here on TDN Radio next Tuesday and every Tuesday from 5.30 p.m.
I also hope that you're excited to start this journey. I certainly am, if I haven't mentioned it about a hundred times already. So I'm very happy to be here with you and to get started on this journey. I'm also looking to connect with you as we journey together. So you can reach me on Facebook. As I mentioned before, my Facebook page is push past 10, push past the number 10. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and you can email me at pushpast10 at gmail.com. I want to connect with you. I want to hear what your goals are, where you are in the process, and anything that might be holding you back. Also connect with me if you or someone you know has an incredible and interesting story of turning adversity into opportunity. I would love to have you come on the show and tell us your story. Or if you just have any suggestions for the show, I would also be very happy to hear from you. Now, just one other quick thing before we sign off this evening. Uh, the name of the show, which I named, is Untapped Potential. And the reason I called this particular show Untapped Potential is because whether you are the most successful person in the world, you have achieved every goal and every dream you have ever had for your life, or whether you are getting started, this is the first time you're looking at yourself and you're trying to figure out what are the important life goals that you want to achieve. We all have great potential within ourselves that we can tap into to muster the strength to pursue our goals and our dreams. So that is actually the reason that I call the show Untapped Potential, because I want to focus, I want you and I want all of us to focus on that internal untapped potential that is within us that we can harness to help us to achieve our goal. And with that, I want to thank you once again for being with me this evening. I hope that you've enjoyed this particular episode and that you will join me next week for another full episode. Uh, don't forget that if you missed any part of the show, you can tune into the TDN podcast on tdnradio.net and click on the podcast for the entire episode. Also, remember to check out the other full lineup of programming here on TDN Radio, including um, Clayton, I believe, comes up next today at 7 p.m. with the prayer hour. And we all know how important prayer is at this particular time in our lives, this particular time in the world. So join Clayton at 7 right after this show for the prayer hour. And also we have other programs such as This Week in Interview, um, which comes up uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. with Anthony Drago. And for me, the most important show that I enjoy on TDN Radio is the musical therapy show, Island Therapy, on Saturday. You know, I find myself just dragging along, going along with the day on Saturday mornings. But I tell you, as soon as Island Therapy comes on from 11 to 3 p.m., it just kicks me into high gear and I'm able to zoom through cleaning my house, getting my laundry done, cooking for the week. So again, check out all the great programming that we offer here on TDN Radio. And with that, I would like to say good evening. Enjoy the rest of your evening as well as the rest of your day. It has certainly been a pleasure being here with you and I look forward to being with you next week at the same time Tuesday, 5.30 p.m., right here on TDN Radio.